When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Curtis Lewa. Curtis Lewa. Rip and read. Check this out. This is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Talking about now. To the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Rip and Read. That's the sound of the police. That's the sound of the beast. That's the sound of the police. That's the yes. sound of the beast. That's the sound of the Oh, KRS-One, the professor of rap crap that Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, who likes to say, oh, I was a cop for 22 years. Nothing but a house mouse, never left the house, never made a collar, wasn't proactive, wasn't busting his shoes in the subways or the streets, just was not a proactive cop. Got his white shirt, which gave him white shirt immunity. And he has forsaken the cops ever since. He actually said before he took the police test, he would listen to KRS-One. These lines that say the sound of the police, the sound of the beast. This guy never liked the cops. This guy, remember, said, I kicked those white crackers' asses. Yeah, see if you can find that cut there, Lou, and uh, cut the KRS-One crap. It's bad enough we're going to have to hear more of that tonight with Wu-Tang Clan. The mayor, who should have a very busy, busy schedule in dealing with many of the crises that he has created, like inviting in the illegal aliens and now bankrupting the city, announcing yesterday that it's going to cost us overall $12 billion. And because of that, he's going to have to start making draconian budget cuts, especially to the police budget, the fire department social workers, teachers. And remember, he doesn't care. He cuts the police department. The police department is already down to the marrow of its bone. They only have 32,500 active cops from a high of 40,000, which Rudy Giuliani had the moment he took over for the mentor of Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan. David Dinkins failed as he was. Rudy, you'll be the first to tell you without the 40,000 cops. He would not have been able to stabilize the city and then turn us into the safest big city in America without those 40,000. And now we got 32,500. And you got somebody in charge who's going to be cutting even more of the budget because he spent all this money on illegal aliens. And remember, I tell people all the time, don't fool yourself. Here's a guy who said after 22 years as a cop, that for every white cop he served with. Every day in the police department, I kicked those crackers' ass, man. I was unbelievable. He's proud of that. You don't think he still believes that? I want, I want to hear that one more time. Now, notice the inflection. Notice the emotion. Notice the pride. 
when he said this at a rally for his election in Harlem. They buried this tape before I ran against him because, you know, I would have used this morning, noon, and night on him. You know, he played like, oh, no, no, uh, Ebony and Ivory. I love white people. He hates them, and he always has. Think, listen to his intonation, the pride, the boldness of saying that for 22 years, serving within a predominantly white police department, this is what he did each and every day. Every day in the police department, I kicked those crackers' ass, man. I was unbelievable. Yeah. In the meantime, here's a guy who's continued on the de Blasio policy of taking the nightsticks away. Taking the nightsticks away from the cops and making them so vulnerable. I mean, think about it. Used to be a cop was in a jam, whether they were by themselves or whether they were patrolling in tandem. You knew as a street guy that, hey, they pulled out that nightstick, man, they meant business. And they could start wailing away on you. And the smartest street cops with experience, they didn't hit you in the head. They didn't hit you in the ribs. They didn't hit you in the back. They hit you right in the kneecaps. Because if somehow you got away after committing a crime, they knew you'd limp maybe a block or two away and another squad car can come by and you tell them, hey, I bet you see this guy limping down the street like hop along Cassidy. Just pick him up. You cap him and wrap him right in the kneecaps. They took the nightstick away. Now what do you do? You got a gun. You're not going to shoot the suspect. You got a taser. You're not going to taser the suspect. You got this fangled wand that they have where you got to sort of flick it out, and it's a metal wand, and it's useless out there, totally useless. Useless. So why wouldn't you just give them back the wooden batons? The, I mean, it's, so they pulled that nightstick out, they put it in front of them, parallel to the ground, and you knew that you didn't cross that national line. Look at these guys who beat the hell out of these cops right in that Bronx subway station. It was on Monday. As they clearly just asked, the cops rolled up to these guys, hey, man, could you stop smoking? It's 2.30 in the afternoon. Remember, Freeman Street is above ground. So the brothers, you know, they start riffing with the cops. Yo, yo, man, none of your big, get, 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 get this, mind your business. And you know they weren't just smoking cigarettes. No, it wasn't Newports. No, no, oh, no, 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 mentors. You know, Sharpton wants black people to be able to smoke uh, Newport, uh, Newport mentals, uh, until they're dead in the grave. I mean, that's a real cancer stick. But anyway, I digress. So the point is, the cops roll up to them in uniform. And these thugs, I don't know what their jacket is, what their criminal record is, but they start fighting like they're on Rikers Island with the correctional officers because they know there are no consequences. There's video. They start beating the hell out of these cops. Eventually, these cops restrained them, arrested them. But you see this one cop covering his head for protection during the scuffle. They're beating the hell out of him. Oh, my God. And I'm looking at pictures of this cop they took to St. Barnabas Hospital. I mean, he's got a busted eye, a busted nose, a busted mouth. He looks like Jake LaMotta in that scene, Raging Bull against uh, Sugar Ray Robinson, bleeding all over the place. And, I mean, you can see this. 
They're fighting with this cop. They're beating him down. What are the ramifications? What are the consequences? Did the, did, did the mayor run over to the cop and visit him in St. Barnabas? Maybe he did. I'm not aware of that. That should have been his number one priority. Instead, he was ducking and weaving and bobbing at his press conference that we're going to get to up next. And then, of course, there was the lieutenant. The lieutenant in uniform on the number one train coming down. And two scales and mutts are fighting with one another. And he rightfully breaks it up. And then both of them, who were beating the hell out of each other, turn on the lieutenant and kick the living daylights out of him. Not only pummel him, they're kicking him in the head. I saw the photographs of him in the hospital. We've seen correctional officers that the inmates jack up in the hospital, Elmhurst Hospital. I visited one of them. His face was so swollen, you couldn't even identify him. I was there with the family. And now we see cops in uniform getting attacked randomly. And and what's the answer to Eric Adams' growing problem of attacks on uniformed cops, uh, cops in the uh, transit system? His uh, robot, Robbie Robot. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger, no Will Robinson. Danger, danger, Will Robinson. Danger, no Will Robinson. Oh, you're not going to want to miss it. Right in the Times Square subway station, once again, Robbie Robot was there, guarded by two cops. Guarded by two cops. Because they don't want him uh, vandalized, they don't want him graffitied, and they don't want him pushed into the tracks uh, by an emotionally disturbed person. And you know who saw that with me today on the way over to the turkey giveaway? It was Sid Rosenberg himself. Tomorrow morning, you don't want to miss it. Sid was stunned. In 12 minutes, he saw more things going on in the subways than he has seen in many, many rides all along the way. I'm not, I'm going to give you, uh, the hors d'oeuvres at the end of this, this one hour rip and read. You don't want to miss it. He was stunned. And then when we stopped in front of Robbie Robot and the cops, they were laughing. Because, say, hey, you, you Robbie Robot's nursemaid, we need you out there patrolling. These are uniformed cops. This is crazy. Robbie Robot, who's supposed to be a crime fighter, is being protected by uniformed cops. Uniformed cops are getting their ass kicked in the subway. There's no retaliation, no retribution. They're not permitted nightsticks. You elect me mayor, I'm going to turn these cops loose. You hit a cop... You're going to pay a price. You're going to get an attitudinal readjustment. You're going to be sucking concrete. And, hey, if they come and sue the city, we'll deal with it with Corporation Council. But you are not going to ever let cops out there to be turned into human pinatas that is happening now. And you don't even see the mayor. Where the hell is he? Hunker down like you're going to hear up next, like a little Mama Luke afraid that at any moment... The FBI is going to pluck him up and put him in chains and shackles and take him to the big house. But all of you out there, oh, that's because he stood up to Joe Biden. Get the hell out of here. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. Curtis doesn't know about you, but he rips and reads. This is the Rip and Read. A company always on the run. A destiny. Oh, it's a rising sun. I was born a shotgun in my hands. Behind the gun, I'll make my final stand. Yeah, and that's why they call me. In honor of Bernard McGurk, the greatest producer and talk show host combined in the history of this great thing of ours. This is one of his favorite all-time songs, but that's not why I'm playing it. I'm accusing you, J'accuse all of you listeners, and our hosts and hostesses, all who've joined together in a big cabal. Of hooking up with bad company in defense of Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, who's been a crook his whole political life, and gold ball Bobby Menendez, not once, but twice. But before we get into all of that, how all of you are just repeating talking points, uh, even now the president, uh, former president Donald Trump is saying that, oh yeah, it's the Biden administration uh, targeting uh, Eric Adams. Stop that. Let's go to Noam Layden, our news director. Uh, Noam, once again, um, for the edification of our listeners, uh, you uh, watched almost every moment of yesterday's press conference that the mayor only has now once a week for off-topic questions, correct? That is correct. And uh, I myself could not hear it. I could see it because I was broadcasting at that time on this Rip and Read. And I saw a woman I had never seen before, some white woman, constantly interrupt what looked like she was interrupting eric adams which never would happen never 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 and um is that the first time you ever saw anything like that i can't remember another time i mean could there be one maybe but none that as you know that jogs my memory and and all the different people that have been in that office over the years. Yeah, well, thank you. And uh, the crook before him, uh, Bill de Blasio, was on the ropes, uh, federal investigation, and he never had an attorney preempting him once a question came from the fourth estate. So I'm not going to give you a wooden shampoo with my billy club, with my nightstick, uh, Noam Laden, but your minion, James Flippin, I hope he's listening because he's going to come in for a beatdown. Oh, I wish the cops could give wooden shampoos again, but they don't have night, they don't have nightsticks, they don't have billy clubs. Anyway, I digress. So the mayor is getting, uh, asked questions about this ongoing Department of Justice, FBI investigation that all of you out there seem to think it's because he stood up to Bill Biden, you know, uh, uh, he all of a sudden, uh, Joe Biden, he stood up to him. And now all of a sudden, this uh, these are the ramifications. The Biden of Brooklyn stood up to the president, right? You all have drunk that Kool-Aid. I want you to listen. Simple question was asked about 
whether any other devices were seized by the FBI from other personnel in City Hall. Just to revisit a question that's already been asked, have any of your uh, top campaign or City Hall aides had their phones seized? And in anticipation of your response, how exactly is responding to that question interfering with the investigation? Yeah, I'm going to take that one. We have the who, same... Who the hell are you, lady? Who dropped dead and left you mayor? That was a question for the mayor. Now, is he not articulate? Is he not capable of answering a question? Is he ill? Does he have COVID? Was he not available to be at the press conference so they had to have corporation? I want you to play that again. What a wuss. Eric Adams basically looking at his corporation council. Please save me. I don't want to have to answer this question. Just to revisit a question that's already been asked, have any of your uh, top campaign or city hall aides had their phones seized? And in anticipation of your response, how exactly is responding to that question interfering with the investigation? Yeah, I'm going to take that one. Uh, we have the same goal as SDNY in this. What? They have, they have an investigation. They want to see it through. I can guarantee you that the U.S. Attorney's Office does not want their investigation playing out in the press, in drips and drabs and through leaks. That's not the way they operate. It serves no one. It's It doesn't serve the public. It doesn't serve our our the integrity of law enforcement. We've, we are trying and have been extremely cooperative and respectful that federal investigation, they're looking at certain things, let them do their job. It is, it is all to the worse uh, to have speculation, leaks, to the press and, um, you know, commenting in dribs and drabs on, on a pending investigation. So we, we're not going to do it. Oh, you're not going to do it. Oh, and the mayor had no response. You know, like all of a sudden he was a capon, a castrated rooster, a gelding. All of a sudden he had nothing to say because his lawyer bogarted him because he couldn't say anything. And who are they talking about, uh, Noam Laden, drips and drabs that are coming out of this investigation? The only place to hear drips and drabs is every morning you get hors d'oeuvres with me when I'm on with Sid at 7.05. I tell you what's going on, and then I give you the full entree on the rip and read. I'm the one that breaks the stories. I'm the one who has the sources. I'm the one who told you that Eric Adams was using burner phones. Because he didn't have his phones anymore. The feds had taken it. You remember? Even Sid this morning on the show said, yeah, you said that on Tuesday morning. The morning after the FBI rolled up on him outside of NYU after he made an appearance, told his police, his police entourage to step aside. You know they had already talked to the police entourage. You know that was already arranged. Eric Hanna was stunned. He thought for sure his police entourage was not going to let the FBI come near him. And then they took him in the SUV and took all of his his technology away, huh? Stripped him in his own taxpayer-funded SUV. No, oh, but that's all a setup by Joe Biden and the Attorney General and the Department of Justice. Really? Why does he have a lawyer there answering the questions? That's never happened before. In the history of city of New York, with some of the biggest crooks that ever existed. And then finally, Eric Adams spoke. Uh, since he still is the mayor, maybe not all that long. Who knows? He may have to resign in order not to get arrested and 
and incarcerated. But the point is, he wanted everybody to know that his backside is as clean as a baby's backside. Do you have a view that this investigation is uh, somehow uh, retribution? Do you believe that someone in the FBI is out to get you? And are you confident that as the Southern District does continue to investigate, they're not going to find any impropriety with your campaign finances? I am. I'm not going to speculate on uh, where we are. I'm not going to speculate on that. Uh, I know what I tell my team all the time. Follow the law. I know that. And matter of fact, I tell the team to the point that, you know, I'm almost annoying. And, you know, we are very clear on that. You know, we don't we don't do uh, the. Uh, straw donors. And a lot of people don't know what that means, uh, but we don't do the straw donors. Uh, uh, we don't, uh, you know, do quid pro quo. We follow the law. I'm very clear on that. I've stated it from my days in the police department uh, to my days of state senator to my days of borough president. And as the mayor, you know, I I just strongly believe that that's what I spent my my life enforcing the law. And I'm going to continue to tell the team uh, that, you know, we follow the law in this administration and in all of my administrations. Oh, God, give me the hip hugging boots. My God, the the bovine organite that he was spreading around at that press conference. First off, his uh, lifelong friend who was a cop did fundraising for him and a whole bunch of them got busted for straw purchase, uh, straw donations. Uh, He's lying right there. And apparently that person is cooperating now. That was an Alvin Bragg investigation. That's his homeboy. They came up the ranks together in the house of hate of Al Slim Shady Sharpton, the National Action Network. That was an Alvin Bragg prosecution that made those arrests. And now they have a guy who's cooperating, a friend of Eric Adams. So he's lying there. But all of you, you drank the Kool-Aid. Oh, I hear it every day on every show. It's with Sid in the morning. Then we go on to Greg Kelly. And then it's Bo Snurdly. And it's Rudy Giuliani. And it's Andrew Giuliani. And it's Frank, the Mama Luke Morano. And it's like everybody on this station, except for me, acts like, oh, God, he's being jacked up because, you know, Eric Adams stood up. Stood up to Joe Biden. Listen, listen. Oh, my God. And this is where I clip James Flippin. Because now they're talking about Menendez, a second indictment, and they're acting like he's a victim. This week, Trump told us exactly what he has planned if he were to be reelected. Okay. Did you notice a lack of enthusiasm there? Kind of a robotic kind of, right? That woman on MSNBC, that is Alicia her, uh, Menendez, the daughter of Robert Menendez. So she has an idea what it's like when the government goes after you for political reasons. Now, I don't like Menendez. Sounds like he did a lot of dirty stuff, but maybe he didn't. I do know this. He was an opponent of the Iran nuclear deal. He knew it was a scam. He knew it totally favored Iran, not us. And he was the chair of the Senate Armed Services Committee. He said, I don't like this. He voted against it. He worked against it. And Obama hated him for that. And so did Joe Biden. And now the Justice Department shows up. Huh? I think she knows that. She feels funny about it. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, look, it, it's uh, certainly fair, I think, to question to what extent some of those federal indictments have been politicized. Oh, so James Flippin is not taking on Greg Kelly and straightening him out. It's not one indictment of that crook Bobby Menendez, Goldball Menendez. It's two indictments. Do your job, James Flippin. Straighten out. Greg Kelly wants to believe they're all being jacked up because they stood up to first Barack Obama and then to Joe Biden. So you're saying that there's no indication that any federal policing could be biased in any way? No, no. You t- you judge a case by case. Oh, okay. But this guy's a crook, Bobby Menendez. Anyway, let me continue on. I'll give you a nice wooden shampoo with a nightstick if they would give it out to cops again. Then, You're not allowed to use those anymore. Yeah, too bad. Boy, I'd, man, work you over big time. Anyway, Bo Snurley, once again, has drunk the Kool-Aid because it's the Republican conservative talking points. You can't have a creative idea of your own and know that a crook is a crook is a crook, Bo? I think this is the Biden, quote-unquote, mafia taking a political hit on Eric Adams and also sending a warning message to everybody else. Yeah, we'll do this to, to Mayor Adams. So what? He's the biggest Democrat in New York, and we definitely need need New York for our reelect. But, yeah, we'll take him down, and if you get in the way, we'll take you down, too. I think it was a clear message across the bow. You couldn't be more hopelessly wrong, like everybody else here at WABC. Rudy that precedes him, wrong. Greg Kelly, wrong. Frank the Mama Luke Morano, wrong. Sid Rosenberg, wrong. Uh, Rita Cosby, wrong. We could just go from A to Z. They're all like, oh, yeah, Eric Adams getting jacked up because he took on Joe Biden. What do you mean he took him on? We're still getting all these illegal aliens that he announced yesterday will, in fact, bankrupt us because he's going to have to make cuts. The only caller that I've heard who knows what's going on strikes me as he may well be involved in the investigation, although I don't recognize his voice, is Dennis. Thankfully, yesterday, challenged Bo Snurdly's propaganda. I just want to say, I think you're off when you say it's Biden, perhaps, behind this thing with Eric Adams. A couple of months ago, D.A. Alvin Bragg in Manhattan arrested five to six people for uh, straw donations. One of them that's close to Adams, once he got his uh, lawyer bills and saw a possible prison sentence, I think flipped immediately and gave up this turkey connection. And D.A. Bragg, to his credit, integrity, realized this was beyond the scope of his office, and he turned it over to the feds. And that's how this whole thing came together, not through the uh, Biden administration. 1,852% correct. Dennis knows. Because I believe Dennis is involved. I cannot recognize the voice. I'm talking to many people who are involved in the investigation of Eric Adams, uh, both uh, at the uh, detective level, Alvin Bragg, and with the FBI. Now, they don't tell me everything, but anything they tell me, once I can check it, double-check it, triple-check it to my wife, Nancy, who is the E-attorney, to make sure that I don't violate the agreement that I have with John Katsimatidis, our owner and operator, whose phone sings and rings every day when I talk about these things and reveal new information because people want me fired. They want me suspended. They want me shut up. 
Uh, they want me to get down on uh, wounded knee. They want me to do everything. And we have an agreement, handshake agreement. If I'm wrong, I'm gone. That's it. If I'm wrong in what I'm telling all of you on the most powerful radio station by day in the nation, the most powerful at night throughout the world, then I got to get a job hanging wallpaper. And that's fair. But Dennis was spot on. To the rest of you callers and to the rest of my co-hosts, and whether guys or gals or transgenders or whatever they are here at WABC, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. This is the Riffin' Read, featuring Curtis Lewa. Now, to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. Get that James Flippin right now. I want to talk to James Flippin. Hey, this is the most important thing that you could do in our newsroom. I'm looking at pictures of this lieutenant who was attacked by this pair of mutts and skells at 238th Street on the one train. They beat the living daylights out of him. Oh, my God, you look at it. How gory. He's all smashed up. Cuts and bruises over his eye. His nose is busted. St. Barnabas High, St. Barnabas uh, Hospital. You got to find out. Did the mayor go there? James Flippin. Did the mayor go there? Is he too busy protecting his ass from the FBI that he doesn't have time to go to see a lieutenant that nearly got killed? I am going to put a request in to City Hall to get a comment on that. Oh, I know what the answer is. The answer is no. That's why I'm asking you. I want confirmation, though. What a disgrace. This guy has time to run around, cut ribbons, give out proclamations, and spend our money on Robbie Robot in Times Square, who's protected by two cops who does nothing because they're afraid the public is going to vandalize Robbie Robot. It's going to graffiti it, or if Robbie Robot goes on a stroll up a platform. Danger, Danger. no Will Robinson. Danger. That the public... Of emotionally disturbed homeless people are going to push Robbie Robot right in to the front of a number one train coming in to Times Square Station. How the hell could he not have visited this cop? You telling me he's not distracted? The number one duty of a mayor is when a member of uniformed services or anybody working for the city is injured. And this is a severe injury in the line of duty. You drop whatever you're doing. And you get your ass over there to St. Barnabas Hospital, talk with his fellow police officers who have to be traumatized because now all these all these skells and mutts of fighting cops, you can't do any enforcement. You can't tell them not to smoke. You can't do it. No. The moment you do, they turn on you like they're on the rock, Rikers Island, like they do with correctional officers, and they fight. Give them their freaking nightsticks back. So they can defend themselves. 
And by the way, you don't want to miss it tomorrow. 7.05. 12 minutes that Sid Rosenberg was on the trains with me as we went over to the WABC Turkey giveaway at St. Francis. We do that every year. In honor of, uh, 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 boy, uh, my priest, priest friend there who passed away this past weekend. He's been doing it for years, Father Francis. But anyway, Sid is going to tell you of the most shocking 12 minutes that he had on any subway ride in his life. And we didn't have to go looking for anything. And I'm going to have the two posted videos up later in the day so you can watch it and then hear about us talk about it. And then tomorrow on the Rip and Read at 12, I'm going to give you even more details as to how the subways have been turned over to the mutts and skells and criminals.